This podcast is sponsored by ArtColorKit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com. I just got back from California about uh, two days ago. Got some really good news. It turns out the documentary I worked on back in December of 2019 is... Uh, there's some good things that might happen with it. I can't really talk about it too much, but I'm really, really excited. Yay! Things are happening. And it may lead to other things. So it's it's kind of strange when you've been working on projects for so long and like you're swinging for the fences, like baseball reference. Like if you're like constantly like hitting it or trying to hit it as hard as you can and you're just so used to missing the ball every single time it's you kind of forget that you're trying to hit a home run or even just connect with the ball so I feel like we've connected and we're about to find out if we hit a home run or if we hit a foul ball so I'm a little nervous but I'm really excited to see what happens with uh, this stage of life because it seems like every step forward there's like 20 steps backwards, and so, uh, like like I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, I was fired from my job after going to the hospital for uh, my mental my mental health, which is what I thought you were supposed to do. Is like you know if you're feeling sick or you're feeling bad, you're supposed to go to the hospital and they're supposed to take care of you, which is what they did. But my previous employer decided that um, they wanted to be tacky, and um, and fire me. So that happened. Um, and then about a, a few days later, I got news that the house that I'm currently renting uh, with some friends, the whole block is going to be basically torn down and turned into more apartment complexes. So I am now a victim of gentrification. So yay, I'm really living the art life now. You know, I, I, I've, I've always made fun of gentrification, not made fun of it, but the idea things outside your control affecting you and I've always thought that I'm more powerful than that and that it's all personal decisions and like you just got to keep going whenever things like this happen and I don't think I'm going to say that anymore because it, it kind of hurts because I had stability I had a good a good location uh, the price was right um, I didn't have to I, I, we planned on being there for a few years but it's not an option anymore and I've made light of it in the past, so I'm I'm just not going to do that anymore because it's a uh, it's a difficult position to be in. So we're looking for a new house now. I'm hoping we can find something where I don't need to have a pay stub because most places they want to see how much you're making and they want to know that you're going to be able to pay rent. So I'm living the art life now. I'm a full time artist, which is pretty exciting. I've never had that uh, had that as an adult. Uh, whenever I was first starting out, when I was like in my early 20s, whenever I left college, I was living uh, the art life, but it was more of a um, eating like a can of beans once every week and just matching my lifestyle to or fitting my lifestyle to match my income, which was uh, near like about, I think I was making like around $200 a month, something like that. Uh, my rent for my studio was $121 a month. And so I had the rest of that to live and get drunk off of. I don't want to go back in that direction. Um, I want to keep going forward. And I'm really hoping that um, whatever happens with this documentary, it will result in some income. And if it doesn't, that's fine because it was a good experience. And I now know that other people value uh, my work and the work I do with my friend Reggie. They, they've 
we're valued uh, for what we can create. And we've been doing this type of film work for a long time, but more in the uh, the commercial the commercial world. So like doing videos for like governments, uh, like police departments, um, doing videos for brands, doing videos for wh whoever has the money for a video. Um, so our more creative work hasn't really gotten the light of day. So I'm really excited to see what happens with it. We've made a pitch deck. Um, I can say that I'm working with Warehouse Films Production Studio to make uh, an art-related uh, docu-series. I'm really excited to see what happens with it because all of my friends around the world have been doing such good work. I'm, I've, I feel privileged to be in a position where I can start to feature them um, if that happens. It's a big if, but if it doesn't happen, I'm still an artist. I'm still working in my studio every day. I'm still happy. And I still have a family that loves me, and I have friends that love me, so what could possibly go wrong, you know? Well, I guess I shouldn't say that, because there's always something that could go wrong. What I've been doing for the past, since I was in the hospital the first time back in June, is I've been making anxiety maps. It's where I just like list, I do a brain dump of everything in my life that's given me anxiety, and then I chart it out on a big 18 by 24 inch sheet of paper. And then I try to associate everything by the main hubs. So like uh, health, work, art, growth, whatever it is, um, non-hourly income, like all these different uh, elements of my life that I'm struggling with. And then everything that's in that brain dump, I attach it to each central hub and then I map it out to where how I'm going to make everything work. So I've been doing that, and it's been very helpful. Like, I mean, exponentially. It's Every time I make a new one, I feel like a lot of stress leaving my body, and I feel a lot of anxiety leaving my body because I know exactly what I'm dealing with. The only downside is, is that it puts everything into hyper-focus, and when you focus on anxiety, what you're going to see is anxiety. So um, I, I, I went over to see Angela Craven's... Um, new painting uh she did a huge wonderful painting it's an abstract it's got so much depth it just it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful she has a podcast called the art of being i should re really recommend checking it out but i saw it on instagram and i wanted to go check it out in person so i walked over to her studio yesterday we were sitting there talking and just discussing life and just like how difficult being an artist can be sometimes and she showed me these two little white notebooks that she had and she said she's going to fill them up with like the good things and I was telling her about my anxiety maps. And I was like, well, you know what? I've never made a good thing map or things that make me happy map. Yesterday I left, I went to the embassy tavern. Sorry for partying. I just started doing a brain dump of everything that makes me happy. And I'm gonna read some of, the, some of them out right now um, just to put them out in the world. I love to eat out. Um, I love getting home cooked food uh, like made for me. I like drinking, I like writing, I like to just hang out places like uh, like on a bench outside of a coffee shop with friends or at a restaurant with friends, just hanging out, nowhere to be, nothing to do, just having good conversations. I really miss going to concerts. I, I used to go to concerts all the time when I was growing up. I love that. I love to paint. I love making money. It makes me happy whenever I complete a task. So if I have, I have my to-do list and I start to check things off, it really makes me happy to, to check off the things on the to-do list. Listening to audiobooks, like really good audiobooks, makes me happy. I was into Lee Childs uh, there for a while, listening to all those Jack Reacher novels. Those were fun. Um, and with Libby from uh, the, the Denver Public Library, a lot of these things are free. 
so you don't have to pay for anything and I can just listen to as many audiobooks as I want. I like to listen to music with friends. So like just sitting around like inside a living room with good drinks, good food, and just listening to an album from beginning to end. I haven't done that in years, but it's, um, well, actually that's not true. I've done that recently, but with just random songs. Um, I love showing my art. So like doing art shows. I really enjoy that. Good pens. I'd really like whenever, um, I have, I find a pen that just like writes really well and that's like the right size and it fits my hand. I like to help people. So whenever somebody's down and out or somebody needs like some uplifting, I really like to, to be the person to help them get out of a slump. Um, I like to make publications. Oh, and um, I'm meeting with Olive later today. Olive Moya, she's an artist. She has uh, she has a podcast called Middlebrow. Um, she's wonderful. Um, but uh, meeting with her later today, we were in the talks of doing a publication together. It would just be like a little self-published um, work. That, it's going to be free. We're just going to give it out, put it around town. Yeah, it's I, I really miss making publications. They're a little expensive to produce, but I feel in my heart of heart that it's money well spent, and I feel like it's an investment in the future of my artwork. And I really like whenever I'm able to do it with other people. Um, I love new paper. I got new Reeves BFK like about a month ago, and I'm so happy I got it before I got let go from my job because now I have just like a stack of like really, really nice paper. I like using up art supplies. So I like getting new art supplies, but also like using old art supplies. So like using an entire tube of paint just feels so good. I don't know. I just started into uh, new boots. I really love new boots. Um, I just got some new ones from Australia recently that my girlfriend got me. Um, I love them a lot. Um, I ended up just like writing a bunch of food. I think I was hungry, like pizza, hamburgers with cheese, um, tacos. I got a taco last night. Uh, Euros. Oh, man. I just, I'm getting hungry now. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is that I don't really ever focus on all these things that make me happy too much. I always focus on the things that are causing me problems. What I'm going to do now is instead of just making anxiety maps, I want to start making uh, happiness maps and figure out the main hubs of things that create happiness in my life and right now just for me that little list it looks like it's like things like clothing food uh, friends and family um, goals or accomplishments things like that so I can uh, map things a little bit more clearly in my brain and focus on the happy things rather than just the anxiety inducing things it seems a little um, I don't know it seems easier said than done. It's, I, th I feel like as I get older, it becomes so much easier just to focus on what things are not rather than what they are. And what I am is happy. I'm very happy right now. Uh, I have some major issues going on uh, with my health, but who doesn't? I think we all have our own personal battles with health. Um, I have my own personal battles with debt right now because of my health. Well, I'll be homeless in April if I don't find a place to live, and I'm jobless. But I'm also happy. I'm very happy. Uh, right now I'm working on some artwork. Um, I got a roll of craft paper uh, that's like 37 inches wide by 1,000 feet. And before I was let go from my work, I was able to use the plotter to... Um, 
plot out a whole bunch of uh, head patterns uh, just using my standard, uh, not standard, but my, my main head that I use in a lot of my branding. It's like a, a female head with bangs and like a side uh, side hairpiece thingy. But so I was able to plot all those out. And so now I've just been painting those and I'm really excited to see what happens with them because I could leave them just on the paper. But what I really want to do is go to uh, Home Depot or Lowe's and get some uh, a four by eight sheet of masonite and then have them cut it down to two three foot by four foot uh, panels with like a one foot strip in the middle two two foot strip in the middle um, and then I want to prime those maybe spray paint them or something something cool to create some texture and then I want to wheat paste the, the paper uh, that I've been painting on top of them the only issue with that right now is that I don't have really have the space for any of that um, I'm really really tight in terms of uh storage so right now i have like most of my canvases hanging out outside of my studio so i may need to make something to uh, to house these panels but first i need to make some money so i can be able to afford it uh, but I'm, i really think that it'll look cool and then i can use that as a jumping off point for um i don't know uh, just growth Breaking new creative ground, that's what the whole game is, right? Just breaking new creative ground. I'm not real sure what I'll do with them after I finish them because I still don't have a gallery. That's like a huge thing on my to-do list is to figure out how to get a gallery. I feel like I've been doing the uh, the DIY thing so long that I kind of forgot the whole point was, you know, to get representation and then, you know, get consistent sales through a gallery system. So I don't even really know how to approach galleries. Do I just email them out of the blue? Do I say, hey, I'm an artist, I have art. Can I please have an art show? Do I just roll in there one day? Am I supposed to go to the gallery like 18 times before I even approach them so they know who I am? I don't know. I just kind of thought that you were supposed to make art and then good things were supposed to happen. But apparently it's not really working out that way. Um, let's see. I got a new chair. It's kind of squeaky. I don't know if it's picking up in the uh, in the microphone, but it was just a free one that was left out at the studio that had a little sign that said free on it, so I grabbed it. It feels like it's kind of like a gaming chair or something, but it's got a real tall back, so I feel uh, like I have lumbar support, which is important these days, especially when you do a lot of sitting. I still have my other chair that's missing one wheel, so I have that one that I paint in, so I'm always having to be balanced then what else is going on oh yeah so um i was going to do a whole bunch of like abstract texty pieces but what i've realized now is that i've already made them abstract by adding like spray paint and like heads and like drawing and stuff before i even started putting the text in there so i'm just going to leave those what they are so i just ended up signing a whole bunch of them yesterday i think it was something like maybe 60 I don't know, it's a lot. Like I, I think I've made a lot of paintings just in this one year alone. So I'm gonna let those be what they are. I really need to start scanning them, but that's just gonna take so much time, I really don't even wanna do it. I have some video work I need to work on tomorrow, but what I may do is go through and just select the ones that I wanna scan for um, my website. And I'll do maybe just like a few diptychs or something, or maybe I'll leave them standalone, I don't know. I'll just maybe pick out a few that I think are pretty cool 
And then, because uh, I need to have four pieces for my new uh, art surprises that I'm going to make. If you're, if you're not familiar with the art surprise, when you buy a work of art from me that's uh, like just from Instagram or if you just message me or email me from my website, gandy.cc backslash contact, I can do two, like a few different things. So you can just uh, give me like a certain amount of money and then I'll put art into an art surprise, uh, which is an 11 by 17 uh, inch poster that's folded um, that has uh, a work of art on the poster. It also comes with stickers, a uh, lettering guide, and some uh, examples of like how to, uh, to frame the work. So I can do it one way where it's just you just it's blind where you just give me some money and I give you some art and I'll just mail it directly to you. Or you can select a piece and or you can commission me to do a custom one and it'll come with an art surprise as well. So it's just a little way for me to give you more of uh, what I'm working on. And it also comes with like a bio so you can like learn a little bit more about me and just gives you some context for who I am as an artist and I really enjoy them and I feel like people enjoy getting them um, just because it's it, what it's it's hard to explain with words just because it's a visual thing but if you've gotten one in the past I'm sure you know what I'm talking about where it's just I'm really proud of them and it's they just look and feel so good to get and just to, to hold it's like a little product in and of itself but I just give them to you for free. It's just part of whenever you buy artwork from me. Um, so if you're looking to get an art surprise, just hit me up at uh, gandy.cc. That's G-A-N-D-Y dot C-C backslash contact. 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 And you can email me from there. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I just got an email the other day or yesterday from someone from the University of Texas. They're wanting to do a little uh, interview about me for uh, the art district here in Rhino in Denver. And uh, I need to reread the email and then get back to them. But I think it's they want to talk about gentrification and just like how it works with the neighborhood. So hopefully I won't sound too bitter since I lost my house. But uh, I'm going to be honest with what I got. You know, uh, my experience is just that it's it's my experience. So I can't speak from anyone else's perspective. But I think it's more about how like the branding in the neighborhood kind of uh like what's going on there i know there's a lot of friction uh between uh legacy neighborhoods here in denver and the new growth that's happening but in, in my opinion I've, i feel like the river north arts district has done a really good job of uh keeping people first and foremost in the process uh, there's a lot of development and there's a lot of money moving around but i do feel like there's a genuine earnest attempt to keep the neighborhood uh at the center not just the neighborhood, but the people of the neighborhoods at the table. And that's just my opinion. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who may not agree with me on that. Uh, and those people may be hurting for other reasons, not just the neighborhood. But we'll see. I'll, I'm going to read her email again and reach out to her. And uh, we'll see what happens with it. I believe her name was Monica. But that's pretty much all I got going on right now. I'm just trying to be happy, just trying to love uh, myself, trying to love my friends, trying to love my family. What am I grateful for today? I'm grateful for hard work, 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 hard work. I'm grateful for the past, the past, 
the past, the past, the past. I'm grateful that the past has passed, has passed, has passed. I'm looking forward to the future, and I'm grateful that I'm going to um, hopefully have a future in the art world. I'm hoping it'll stay here in Denver, but like I said, I'm jobless, and I could soon be homeless. So we'll see what happens. I say that with the most optimism I possibly can. So if if you want to support me and support this podcast and support um, my art growth, there's two ways you can do that. You can go to gandy.cc backslash contact and ask me about an art surprise. I have a few different levels. Um, I have a small, which is $50, which will be a, just a small random work of art. Um, it, it's They're usually smaller than uh, eight and a half by 11 inches. But it's quality stuff. It'll either be like a text piece or a watercolor or a preliminary drawing. It'll be something cool. Um, And you can tell me your favorite color, and then I can make sure something's in the same realm as your favorite color. Then there's the medium, which will be anywhere between like 11 by 14 to, uh, I don't know, 18 by 24, let's say. Um, And those will come in a tube. Um, and those will be around $200. And then we have the larges, which will be $500. And that'll be anywhere between a 22 by 30 inches to 37 by 50 inches. And it'll also come in a tube. Yeah, just let me know. It's at gandy.cc backslash contact. I'm working on my website still. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. You can also commission me to do some artwork there. And then the second way you can support me is and this podcast and other artists is by going to artcolorkit.com that's artcolorkit.com and uh buy some coloring kits it's free shipping if you buy more than one and for everyone sold the artist that you bought it from or the the artist color kit that you bought will get paid for every color kit sold. Um, so it's just like a record or an album from a musician. But the way I have it worked out is the artist actually gets paid more than what they would get paid than a musician would get paid for the sale of their record. So it's artcolorkit.com. It's really cool. Uh, it's a huge 18 by 24 inch coloring sheet that uh, features the artwork. It's made right here in Rhino. Uh, in my studio, and I work with uh, paper distributors or paper suppliers and other suppliers from around the country. So it's all made in America. It's folded and assembled here in Rhino. It's designed here in Rhino. If you just want to check that out, it's artcolorkit.com. Um, and that's that's all I got for you. Have a wonderful day. Love you.